Gaming on the Frontier. This is Trav. And this is Jonathan. Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier, your podcast of finding out that someone else has been doing your job, which would be fine, except you're not getting paid for it. They're getting paid? What's even worse is they're doing it better than you. Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier. This week we are talking about Bureau 13 and all the other hunter groups that are out there that, uh... The Bureau uh, doesn't seem to have a strict policy on. Uh, I sent you guys some notes. And uh, yeah, now we're not talking about the group of um, that's listed in the book as, as the other government agencies against the supernatural or policing the supernatural. Okay, We're talking about uh, essentially um, amateurs, amateur groups of uh, monster hunters. And possibly eliminators, and what you know, how they they can you know be broken down, and all the different ways that they represent themselves. And uh, so, uh, Jonathan, uh, tell us about uh, as as our intro group. Tell us about ghost hunters. Oh, ghost hunters! Usually, I see these guys as you know the ones you see on TV. They go a bit. You don't always, but. That's a good example of them. They go out to a haunted house or a haunted place with cameras and EM field detecting equipment and recorders, and they just sit in a spooky house and try and coax out a ghost to talk to them. Right. And this is the Bureau 13 world, though, which means that the supernatural is real, and there are houses in which there is something to detect. And so occasionally they get the, get the poop scared out of them when something responds. Maybe very not happy. But what happens then? Usually I would see if if somehow these guys have gotten, you know, gotten ghost footage and got it up on the internet or got it on TV, Bureau disinformation teams are going to jump on that quickly mm-hmm. and then probably follow up with a visit to that house itself and see if they can't reason with a ghost. Say, all right, look, just just don't engage with these idiots. <laughs> Depending upon what it is, because, mm-hmm. you know, what, what are the... Three major types of hauntings. So you've got the actual spirits of the dead wandering the house. You've got the psychic echoes. Right. And to me, the third one would be something malevolent, like a demon or something inhabiting the the property or the the location. Well, the third one is where the house itself is a psychic reservoir of energy and somebody who's who's alive is actually tapping it and triggering it and doing stuff, usually not understanding what they're doing. So it's this kind of like Heisenberg's uncertainty principle where the observer, by looking, by going there and and hunting the ghost, they find the ghost because they are essentially triggering the manifestation. Ah, okay. Okay? So those are the three major things that people run into. You know, where it's a, as you said, the psychic echo, where it's kind of a playback of, of uh, either emotions or 
uh, possibly even a scene that might have occurred in the past, but they're not really anybody there. Is again, it's that psychic residue, you know. And then, of course, the true haunting where there's actually a, a spirit that may be, you know, very weak and just leaving cold spots around the house, or it might be a full fledged uh, like a poltergeist. Uh, no, a poltergeist is still being is still considered to be triggered by a psychic person usually uh just entering into puberty oh okay okay but uh, but but a, a ghost an actual ghost with poltergeist abilities as in telekinesis and such yes yes that can uh, but you know let's say it varies i mean and and richard has a you know in his haunts book it covers a lot of that that supplement from tritag oh uh, yeah so it's and it's relatively cheap so you know it's, it's a good rate uh, resource for that sort of thing but um, we've talked about ghosts before in, in previous episodes. So if you want to really get the skinny on ghosts and hauntings, then please, you know, check our, our website uh, at uh, tritechsystems.podbean.com or just look for Gaming on the Frontier and type in the search window, ghost, haunting, those kinds of terms, and you'll find those episodes. Anyways, um, so yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, so they go in there and they... And, and they get a hit, you know, something happens, you know, uh, and they, they, they may be able to record it and put it up on YouTube, or maybe they can't record it, which also happens uh, in, in a true haunting, or maybe it comes across as something different than what it is. Like I say, a cold spot, cold spot can be caused by a number of things. Creeks can be caused by, um, you know, various settlings of the house. Possibly wind pushing against the house. Yeah. Possibly, uh, uh, again, if they come in to a house that's been abandoned and they turn on the air conditioning, because <laughs> you know, it's the middle of Georgia in the summertime, if you've got air conditioning and power going to this house, I'm going to turn it on, right? Lots of creaking and noises going on then. So, you know, uneven he heating and such, you know. And of course, it always could be a, a raccoon. Yeah, uh, or rat, uh, rats in the walls, which is an excellent story. I want to say I read a paper somewhere saying that um, there's a certain frequency of sound uh, that if you hear it, it can actually do a little bit of uh, jiggery pokery with your brain and make you kind of get that eerie feeling in the back of your neck and maybe even see the occasional small hallucination out of, like, out of the corner. Of oh, kind of like it, it affects the reptile brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Like very specific yeah. fre frequency. I don't, I don't think it's an audible frequency, but there have been cases where they've like been able to get like fans to you know vibrate at that frequency. Ah, okay. Well, and, and there are people who hear at different frequency, you know, have a different range of hearing than others. Yeah. So you could have somebody who's like, hearing things that other people aren't hearing and therefore they get labeled as psychically you know well, like teenagers the, the prime yeah teenagers like it's been proven that teenagers hear at a different range than adults which is why some places like public parks and stuff like that will broadcast at, at one of those frequencies that you know, only teenagers can hear just to make it annoying for them <laughs> Oh, yeah, just to like keep them from loitering. Welcome to America, where you where you have the freedom to congregate in any public. Unless space. you're a teenager. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a teenager, you should be home exactly. studying. 
Get out of here, okay, you skateboarders. Okay, so, Hans, all right, so you got these people, and maybe they find something, and maybe they don't. So, you know, outside of the ego boo, okay, of... Uh, of what you know, so let let I, I'm I'm doing this intentionally to kind of see the uh, talk about the evolution of some of these groups. So you got this this group that's going in for a haunting. They record some stuff. Maybe it's some real stuff. Okay, maybe they talk to a ghost. All right, and the ghost gives them a quest. I mean, hmm. you know, and then they and then they are full fledged a supernatural investigation group. You know, because they have a quest. They have a mission. Right. Oh yeah. You know, but what they don't have is probably the, the is the knowledge because their, their knowledge, if they have any at all, other than how to make equipment work, you know, is going to be very focused on a very small area. So you know, the the ghost is probably not going to ask them to do something that is in their area of expertise. Like so, find my killer and and so, get justice. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tough yeah. Thing, isn't it? yeah. 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 So do you know who your killer is? Yes, it's so and so. Okay. Especially since so and so died a hundred years ago. Right. Well, yeah. okay. Let's assume that it wasn't that long yeah, ago. You okay. actually has a chance <laughs> of doing this. Okay. You know. Uh, though you know, I, I mean, you could write a book and basically say so and so did this and this. You know, their, their uh, you know, their their descendants might try to. Uh, uh, you know, to, to, to bring charges against you for defamation. Yeah, cease and desist orders, that, and yeah, yeah. I don't know if that if that's even legal. I mean, you know, I'm just saying if it was a if it was a if it was an important a rich person or whatever, and they'd build up a, a you know an you know some kind of a thing where they were making money off the name. Yeah, you know, like Disney. You know, like like the 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 if someone said something bad about Walt, you know, then. You know, theoretically, it could harm the Disney organization yeah. and things. Therefore, but I'm just saying, is it? But if someone basically goes and says, you know, your great great grandfather engaged in a, you know, a a, a a a a horrible act, you know, with somebody, other than you know, I I, I just wonder about how far the defamation, you know, uh, statutes reach. You know, that's I think most people would just you know. And I'm just saying, most people would just go and say, yeah, well, just, you know, crazy person saying terrible things, you know, and um, anyways, it could open up some, it could open up some can of worms, you know, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so th- at that point, they're like, if they're going to take on this quest, they're going to have to get a lot more knowledgeable, okay, about the supernatural or anything else. And of course, it's always possible that... Uh, they're being used by a, uh, a, a a evil spirit, either a trapped uh, uh, demon or just a, 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 a really nasty person who died and couldn't go on, was afraid to go on because they didn't want to end up in hell. So they decided to stick here in the house. And uh, now they have an opportunity to, to uh, sock puppet somebody else into basically joining their uh, evil band. So, uh, you know, how, you know, these people don't know. They have no, I mean, they may have a a, a Corellian detector because according to what was in some of the uh, lost files and such like that, the the device that the Corellian detector was originally based on existed back in the 1920s. Yeah. Yeah, they could probably rig up something basic at the very least. Right. So I'm just saying is, is that they may very well have, you know, 
what would be called in Ghostbusters a PK meter, yeah, you know, a Corellian detector or something like that. That you know maybe probably focused on just one thing, super, you know, ghostly spiritual energy. You know, not all the other things like you know uh, magic and all. That, you know, so the point is, is that they um, they're going to go if they you know unless they just basically go and say, look, look, ghosts, there's ghosts here and things like that. You know, um, at which point the ghost may. If a bunch of people showed up and tried to back them up, the ghost might hide because, you know, or if it's, it's, it's more likely that it's just a psychic manifestation that, yeah, someone else might say, there's something weird about this house. Yeah, we're getting these readings. Yeah, there's cold spots. We don't know why. We don't know why it's happening, you know, so. Uh, and yeah, they can put it up on YouTube and the people who don't want to believe in it won't believe in it. But uh, you could theoretically get uh, Randy's... Uh, well, I mean, he wants proof of the supernatural. So just because you get uh, consistent uh, cold spots in a house, doesn't I don't think that would qualify. So it it has to be a pretty major. major yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Something yeah. you cannot deny. Something that there is no there yeah. is no way you can explain it with like well, explain it away. Yeah, mirrors or yeah. Now, what's much more so, and these people, you know, I think the Bureau was like, okay, fine. They found, you know, we'll use them, you know, to, if they're just doing small level, low level stuff, you know, they're obviously, you can't stop them from doing it. I mean, without, you know, scaring the bejesus out of them and therefore, you know, kind of outing the Bureau, yeah. giving them reason to believe in the supernatural. So until they run across an actual, you know, bad supernatural encounter, ghostly encounter you can just pretty much let these people go yeah and you know the 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 the, as you say the disinformation campaign is relatively easy to keep things from getting out of hand but uh and if they're making money off of it then everybody's happy right uh it's only when they run into real supernatural that is malevolent damaging you know and such then we then they then they become agent material yeah Yes. If they yeah. survive yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Right. Someone who's, and just not and not always then, because lots of people who survive, inter, uh, you know, a, a supernatural encounter basically go go to therapy at that point, and that's the end of it. Yeah. You know, because they, they're not, re- they're not will, able to, uh, to mentally deal with what they just saw. Yeah. So they just, they change it. Their mind changes it to something else or whatever. They can get and, sent uh, to like a bureau backed psychologist who will, you know Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have the who, psych who, who this can, therapist that'll help you out. Yeah, Bob, we got right, another one. Because, yeah. Right. Because you know, what would be terrible, okay, would be to just go and let them go to a psychologist who's going to assume that this is some sublimation of something else that happened. That you know somebody somebody on the team did something terrible to them, and therefore they are they imagined this whole supernatural scenario, and they're going to be trying to get to the to the bad thing that happened, the 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 you know the the root of this 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 psychic break, when in fact is it's real. So yeah, the bureau would be a better would be a better choice here because they'll understand that what happened was real, and they can work them through the trauma of it rather than trying to uh, just, you know, allow them to build some kind of denial mechanism that it didn't happen, which probably won't, probably won't be good for them in the long term. Mm. 
if they can maybe work it into some, you know, help convince them that you, you misunderstood what you saw, if right. if possible, when when it's a lot, when it's feasible. Yeah, right. But for those who who are able and, and capable, you know, yeah, that that would be when you'd go and say, hey, you know, let's, you know, here's the here's the skinny, here's the truth. Okay, you did find something supernatural, and there's more. So the question is, do you want to you, you want to get in, go up to the show? You want to get out of the bush leagues, or do you want to keep doing this? And I think that most people who actually are interested in the truth, you know, because they all say they're truth seekers, then they might do that. And then suddenly, this very popular show suddenly disappears. All of a sudden, it's they're not making new episodes. All of a sudden. You know, and then and so and so saying, yeah, we're trying to carry on because three of our group just up and decided to quit. They had, I don't know we why. had creative differences. You know, yeah, creative yeah. Differences whatever. And you know, and and usually, and so that's that happens. You know, and and that of course adds more uh, to the disinformation because most people say, okay, they they got successful, and all of a sudden. You know, uh, a whole bunch of them quit. Uh, they probably figured out that something was really just a fakery, and they didn't want to be around when you know, you know, when the police show up with the uh, you know fraud squad or whatever, you know, and and um, because of course you know they're making money off of this, and therefore they may be collecting donations or whatever. It's it's basically taking money under false precepts. Tenses, okay, and so that adds the uh, the disinformation campaign. But yeah, so uh, of course the the good thing is is that the people that do join the bureau under those circumstances now they get better stuff. But there's always the possibility that they say no, we're not going to join the, the you guys. We're a group. We're a team. We're going to keep doing this. And at which point, what do you think the bureau does, Trap? They would probably. Like Jonathan just mentioned, do something to convince them. No, you didn't see supernatural. Just that it, it, they wouldn't. You know, it's because it's like okay, these guys have become a problem. They're gonna out everything. We need to shut them down in some way and do things like EMP their equipment or you know, and just they would do stuff to just turn them into total frauds where no one believes them anymore and they quit. I would so think that'd be the think, sabotage. Think they would gaslight them. Yeah. If, if you're not joining and you're still going after supernatural stuff and finding it, you're trying to undermine everything we've been trying to do for the past 150 years, 160 years now. I would say, yeah, I would say that would definitely be the the end result if they absolutely just if they were like true believers and they're like they're about, you know, they're they're about getting the truth out there and, and revealing the truth of the supernatural. Then, yeah, they're definitely if it's just they're in there to to have fun or, or get fame, I'd say the Bureau would be more than willing to, like, let them work as they are, as long as they, you know, follow some guidelines. Like, okay, well, look, just before you post it on YouTube, let us take a look at it and filter out some of the the, the questionable stuff. But we'll let you leave the stuff that, you know, could easily be explained and therefore get... The thing is, if they, if, if they were that adamant on finding the truth they'd be like no we don't need an oversight committee we don't need people censoring our stuff no i yeah if, if they the, were if they're the that type then yeah but if they're just the seeking fame or seeking uh just doing it for fun or whatever then yeah. tell you what then they'd be like the bureau team's like tell you what we'll post the stuff we have better access better equipment 
You guys are sitting there doing us on an eight millimeter camera. We've got state of the art stuff. And then of course, you know, they post and the bureau can do whatever they want with the video. And it's like, okay, here you Ooh. go. This is what, yeah. Ooh, actually, they probably wouldn't even reveal themselves to the bureau quite at first. They would, they would, they would offer them uh, uh, basically uh, as a uh, producers. Basically, they would, you know, they would have some small. Yeah, 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 say, hey, yeah, yeah. We, we've, you know, sponsored. Teams we've been like doing yours. this a lot longer. Yeah. You know, hey, why don't you? Work for us, and they probably not even reveal the the bureau aspect of it at first. Just kind of act as sponsors or producers for them for a little while to kind of get the feel of their behavior and their motivations, and then yeah, they seem like the the type that are you know not so much dedicated to the truth, but just more about the fame and fortune. And it's like okay, maybe we can work with these guys in in some shape or fashion. They can be a an early warning system, so to speak, or a handle, yeah, handle yeah. small fry jobs. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I, see, I, I see it is if they're after fame and fortune, those are the ones that they would that that they would torpedo because you know those are the ones that are just basically trying to trying to disseminate information without any regard for the effect of it. Okay, the people that are actually truth seekers, okay, who care mostly about that, okay, but want to do it their own way. I I would like as as you said, I would give them you know, a, an angel who'd say, okay, we'll give you a book deal, but you're going to have to be, you're going to have to really document this. You're, you know, you know, no giving out any information beforehand. Wait until you really have it all nailed down and then we'll put it all together, you know, and we'll publish it to, you know, a select group of people that really care about this sort of thing. And you'll be, you know, you'll be known amongst that group as an expert, you know, and, uh, you know, rather than the unwashed, uh, you know, uh, hacks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, and they, they might go for that because there's a lot of people in a lot of areas, especially, you know, who work for the military, work in research and stuff like that. They know that, you know, they're working with sensitive material, you know, and they know that, that their, their research, their work may only be ready be, be exposed to by a relatively, uh, small group. But they know that you know within that group, you know it's it, you know their their work is important. So I'm just saying is that there's it depends on the motivation of the you know and you know because we we think of ghost hunters, we think about the people that are on the the the, the YouTube channels or yeah. the, the sci-fi channel. Yeah, yeah. That. And those guys and, and I'm not I, I don't I'm not worried about those guys <laughs> fighting the supernatural. But of course, in Bureau Thirteen, you know, even a blind squirrel will find a nut occasionally. Yep. So, yep. Or the nut will find the squirrel. So there's always a good pot, a chance of that happening. So. Yeah, but um, yeah, this, I have to. I have to believe that the that the bureau, uh, if someone is offering to be, is willing to be a resource, you know, is willing to, you know, uh, not, you know, not, you know, uh, keep it on the QT, continue their work. I can see the bureau funding them. Yeah. You know, and saying yeah, but you know, but not make them agents because the, a they're not interested in the broader sense of, of of policing the supernatural. This is their this is their jam. This is what they really want to know everything about. And the bureau say, fine, fine. You know, you collect all this information and you pass it on to us, and we will pay you to do that. And uh, just you have to keep it on the. Community. I think That's the ones all. who seek the truth for themselves will would probably be most likely to fall for that. I think you're going to find those groups that are, they want to 
seek the truth for the masses. They don't, they, and the idea of any people need to know. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of any Mm -hmm. organization telling them how to do their job or what they can reveal is going to, to, Rub them the wrong yeah, way. they're the ones that we don't need oversight. We do our own work, and we're going right. to let the well, people know this is real. It depends on yeah. their motivation. You know, if they're going into it because you know they lost somebody and they really want to know whether the the ghosts you know ghosts actually exist, and if it is possible to contact the other side, those people have a deep psychological need for closure. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's their. Even if you wouldn't erase their memory, which would make them hella suspicious, <laughs> uh, they, you know, they would probably continue, All right. But you know, it's and then there's the people that you know see a grand conspiracy out there, and you know, any any as you say, any pressure you put on them, they're going to uh, act that way. And sometimes it's like, fine, you know, if you think there's a, a conspiracy out to get you, guess what? We're gonna out to get you. And, and and you can do it, you know. You bring it, you know, bring them in, you know, intimidate them into silence, you know, uh, trigger that audit, you know, yeah. drugs at their house, yeah, oh All yeah. The, which, by the way, we are not advocating under any circumstances. Uh, yeah. um, but I'm just saying, is is that I no, no, we got to do the proper disclaimer. But Gaming on the Frontier podcast does not condone illegal drug use or distribution in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, we're using yeah. it to frame someone. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. illegal distribution. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, but well, what I'm saying though is, is that you know, when you look at the spy game, certainly a lot of pressure has been put on people to silence them. You know, uh, you know, and uh, you know, I I've seen uh, uh, people do amazing things just with the words coming out of their mouths. You know, implying that bad things could happen. Do you really want? How much do you really care about this? You know, is and um, and and get their way. You know, because people are literally intimidated by the thought of somebody that they can't touch. You know, uh, messing with them. You know, uh, the, the the Chinese curse made people in high places take uh, take notice of you. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, so there's lots. You know, there's, you know, there's lots of things you can do uh, th- th- that way. But uh, yeah, that's that's ghost hunters. So you know, and and it and, and and to a certain extent, this can apply to other groups. But let's talk about some of those other groups, okay? Uh, Jonathan, why don't you talk about exterminators? What I see when when I see this on the list, I'm assuming we're talking about people who actively go out to kill monsters. No, I'm actually talking about people whose job it is to remove and eliminate pests okay. from uh, from buildings and and uh, installations and homes and things, and they run across <laughs> something that doesn't isn't easily quantifiable. Okay, okay. well that's <laughs> I just because yeah, that was the other possibility I saw for that, and I was like, or does he mean this? It's like you know, orcs pest control comes in and you know they're, they're spraying for termites, and then they find the the giant mutant spider in the basement. Yeah. Right. Or the termites are a mass mind and they all and they form a face on the wall and say, Why you hurt me? <laughs> I imagine a lot of these guys are gonna quit after that one experience. If <laughs> then there, there's gonna be a lot yeah. of guys who just say, I'm out, goodbye, I'm done. You know, there you know, there, there's a job flipping burgers for the same price. <laughs> I, I don't need this stress anymore. Yeah. Uh well, yeah, but those, but see, if you, you know, if you stick 
stay the course, okay, either as the owner of such a business or an employee in such a business, now you know how weird it can get on the job. Yeah. All right? So, and I'm saying is, is that, you know, there there may be, you know, uh, and, and, and since these, you know, the Supernational has been in existence a long time, some of these family-run businesses may actually be, in a sense, you know, kind of, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to use the word amateur at this point because they are getting paid, but you know they are non-informal monster hunting groups. You know, just they don't actively go out and hunt monsters, but when it happens, they're better prepared than your average uh, uh, orkin guy. We thought we were getting called out for weevils, turned out to be goblins. We took them out. And by the way, there are two kinds of goblins. Okay, in, I'm in talking this about list. The, the the pest kind, not the, the the humanoid kind. Right, which kind of look like they're basically like upturned bowls that have little legs and a lot of teeth underneath, and um, and and they they like to hide in, uh, in in fields like lettuce fields and things like that. And with automation, it's not uncommon for a couple of them or even a whole family of them to get. Bought, you know, crated up with some produce and sent off to you know a a, lo- a local farmers market, or you know a, a big infestation could end up in one of those big uh, uh, vegetable processing plants. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so yeah, you know, goblins. We thought they were weevils, or they're goblins. Yeah. So, which is why, by the way, you know, uh, it's, it's one good reason why some farmers have gone to robotics. Because <laughs> if, 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 the, if the goblin eats the robot, it's expensive, but you haven't lost, you haven't lost your leg. Yeah. 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 So, but anyways, um, so I like the idea of a, of a kind of a, you know, and the beer would know about these people too, by the way, because I'm sure that if it's a family run business over time, they probably had a couple interactions where, you know, they, they, they come in and they, they're like investigating a report and it's like the same people. Oh, yeah. Oh. Why am I reminded of the character John Ratzenberger, Cliff Clavin from Cheers, played, I think it was in House 2? Yeah, you got yourself a pocket dimension there. Yeah, I've seen enough tragedy and horror in my <laughs> lifetime make you want up chucking your shorts. Him. Yeah. Oh, believe me. <laughs> yeah. I, we were sitting there when that scene came on in the house. We all went, he's working for the Bureau. You know he is. <laughs> Maybe he's just an affiliate. Yeah, you know, Naomi, the ancient Patagonians had a spirit like this there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those Patagonians. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone blames them for everything. Yeah. It's because they worship. That's because they worship strange gods. Well, the thing is, once you. You know, once you start talking, I'm like, oh, okay, I know exactly what type of character this is. Yeah. Okay. Or like, a, uh, oh, God, arachnophobia, John Goodman, that yes. that exterminator. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the other guy, the, Jeff, not not Jeff Goldblum, the other Jeff, the Jeff. Daniels? The one that uh, played, no. the, played the, Daniels, yeah, played the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Independence Day. No, that's Bill yeah. Pullman. He, oh, Bill Bill, no. Yeah, Bill Pullman played the president in Independence Day. Oh, you are right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. All right. Anyways, the point is, is that you know he, you know he he was the new guy. That yeah. <laughs> Set in to the basement, you know, to 
And finally, at the end, you saw them. They got equipped up. They got their, yeah, flame thr- they cobbled together some flamethrowers and, and things like that. They went in ready to, says, we may have to take this house down, but we're getting this sucker. So that's, uh, that, that's where you're, uh, you know, you basically have to take that and hit on your, uh, uh, your company insurance. Yeah. Yeah. I see these guys. They could, they could encounter your, your, your supernatural pests, but they could also encounter those same ghosts and, and haunting type dealios. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They could even tie into, well, we'll talk yeah, about well, them in a come, minute. How yeah. come all of the cockroaches are on one side of the house and not the other? <laughs> Why are they all hovering around this one little six by six foot of soil here? Oh, no, yeah, real quick. Hovering. Oh, no, real quick. Why are they building all her? Real quick, I have a story that a buddy of mine, basically the inspiration for Team Cavalier Shannon Trish in Bureau 13. He is a glazier. In other words, he replaces windows. He was in a basement. It had those big, thick glass windows you have, like, you know, like six-inch thick glass. Okay. Him and his partner are down there, and they're going around, and they, and they're, they, they think they see something, and they shine the flashlight, and in the rafters there in the basement, Nothing but just a horde of spiders. That wasn't enough to get Shan out. As Shan was moving around the basement, the spiders were only following him. Directly overhead, they weren't coming down attacking him, but Shan would go to one side of the basement, the spider, he'd go back to the other side. The really weird part was when, a couple years later, Shan and his wife, Trish, were at some one of the roadside plazas, either in Pennsylvania or Ohio, and this little eight-year-old girl just comes up to Shan, who's like about 6'2", points up to him, <laughs> spiders. Shan wouldn't have known this girl. He tripped over in a crowd of one. The mother comes up seeing that her little daughter is bothering some stranger. Oh, no, you don't understand. She sees ghosts and stuff. And what'd she say? And Shan's just like, spiders. And he explains the situation. Yeah, my daughter knows about things like that. And I'm like, dude, you're weirding me out. Never tell me that story again. So, yeah, no, even, yeah, just, Shan wasn't even exterminated. He was trying to replace windows and something weird like that happened. Just all the spiders were following him. The other guy got out of there. But Shan's like, okay, I'll check out what we need to do before we get, tell them we're not coming back to they're killing these spiders. And the spiders all followed him throughout the entire house. That could be like a spider hive mind in the house. There's a Bureau Adventure idea right there for you folks. Get back to us later if you use that and how it works out. Yeah, a low, It's a low-level adventure. Yeah, you but don't still. It's like make it really bad. But yeah. still. You, know, very, you can make it very creepy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's already very creepy, but I'm saying you can really push it. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, a lot of people could come in and, yeah, I mean, not, not even so much exterminators, just normal repairmen coming in and all of a sudden weird stuff like this happening. You know. Ugh. Yeah, so it, it, it as I said, once you explained it, yeah, the John the John Ratzenberger character came to mind and then also John Goodman. I think there was another No, that was a different exterminator as the men in black. Never mind. Uh <laughs> All right, so yeah, the those exterminators, like I said, I again, it's it's to me it's a you know, it's either a a, a good feeder group, you know, into the bureau because they run into stuff and uh you know, or B you know, they they basically are a independent organization, you know, a small time uh, that, uh, you know, that doesn't want to work for the Bureau. This is a family operation. We don't need your your government, government interference. This is what, you know, you want to give us a card, we'll let you know if you run into something we can't handle. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I can yeah. see that. I think, sure. and sure. If even for those few that maybe don't want to play ball, you you kind of already have a ready-made excuse for discrediting crediting them as well. All the chemicals they work with, you know, it does stuff to them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And if you've seen the movie, um, oh, um, something lunch, naked lunch, uh, yeah, naked yeah. lunch, yeah, it starts off with uh, the exterminators who uh, have a, have a propensity for snorting or shooting up their their chemicals they're supposed to be using to eradicate the the bugs. They're using it on themselves. Oh, jeez. And that's one reason why those people gravitated toward that job is because it was a ready access to uh, psychotropic chemicals. Mm, so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a reason why we say things like mad as a hatter. Because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. they used to be exposed to mercury and it made them crazy. So Okay, yeah. 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 Okay, all right. Uh, cryptid hunters. To me, what comes to mind is, is very much the same as almost the ghost hunters. It's just instead of hunting spirits and ghosties in haunted places, you know, creepy houses, they hunt Bigfoot in, or, you know, the Loch Ness Monster in the wilds. Right. They follow uh, legends, basically. They're, they're legend hunters. So they're more bookish. You know, they're, they're, they, they do better research. And they, you know, they basically follow... Uh, you know they're, they're gonna they're gonna check out things like newspapers and, and they're gonna interview people who supposedly saw yeah. such things, you know, and they're gonna talk to uh, biologists and such and say how would something like this be possible? Yeah. So what of, kind of, of prehistoric animal could this be? Right. So of the of the groups we've talking about so far, they're the ones that have the most uh, real, if I may use the term, real world. Um, expertise or real world con- connection to um, you know to to actual fact you know because I mean a cryptid may have existed you know two thousand years ago and has died out and we f- we find their bones you know I mean there's lots of those and we found a and surprisingly we found a bunch of animals especially fish that we thought didn't exist any anymore and but there they are so. Uh, you know, we're we're constantly finding, you know, biologists are constantly finding critters that shouldn't exist. And if those critters, because this is Bureau 13 world, have supernatural powers, now we've got something interesting going on. Oh, fun, fun. Yeah. So uh, I like cryptid hunters because, A, they're, as they say, they're going to be, first of all, they're, they're used to people thinking they're wasting their time. Okay, so they're they're going to keep their information close to their chest until they have some real evidence to, you know. At the same time, this is that they they're they're good at evaluating other people as to their level of knowledge, so that they can tell whether or not they're talking to just a a newbie, somebody who's just trying to make fun of them, or somebody who has an honest interest, you know, in what they care about. Right. You know, and and once again, they not you said there's a focused interest. So they're not they're not interested in going against things that are outside of their range, unless they are, in which case they're good fodder for the bureau to bring in as new agents. But you know they they're saying no, this is I'm really trying to find a living you know uh, uh, you know a, a, 
a, a living, you know, a lizard of this type because supposedly its blood has such regenerative powers that I could actually cure cancer with it. Right. Or, but I won't know until yeah, I find. They'll focus it. on one particular cryptid. Yeah. Well, it, it tends to be regional. Yeah. So the cryptids that are in the region. Oh no! Remember, we we have cryptids in every state in the union. I mean, and we right, but we don't have all cryptids. Well, in every no, state. Uh, well, no, they they usually are regional. You have the Jersey Devil. You got the Michigan yeah. Dogman. You got oh, there's a river serpent right. down in Georgia. I forget the name of it, but right, and, yeah. And, and by the way, this is one of those things that we have another, you know, podcast that we specifically concentrate yes. on cryptids, and we had a we had a subject matter expert on that. So please, if you're interested in Chatan Noir, uh, Michigan area crypto uh, cryptozoologist who I know from PenguinCon. Yeah, oh, refer to that episode. It was a wonderful episode. Yeah. So you know, just you know, uh, uh, you know, that person will give you you know uh, all the information you need about. Furthering your your knowledge oh, yes. of cryptids and 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 the techniques used to find them and such, you know, if, if they if they are still alive or if they ever existed. So, um, but anyways, you know, like uh, I think so. Cryptid hunters, I, I like uh, they they they're not the closest to the bureau, but at least they they they're the most rigorous. I would say compared to the other. The other two we've already I would, talked I would, about. I would mostly agree. I think there you are going to have some subset of them that are, are going to be similar to the, the like, again, those, like, just those fame-hunting ghost hunters. They're going to, you have, you do have a few cryptid hunters that are just in it for clicks on YouTube or, or ratings on sci-fi or, right. or AMC or whatever history channel, whatever, which which one is doing. Because I think there is an actual cryptid hunting show out, like yeah. Mountain, Mountain Men or something like that. And there's the fraudsters too, you know, you know the people that walk around with Bigfoot shoes on to leave tracks. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you catch them and they say, "Oh, well, I'm just trying to make the Bigfoot think that there's more of them in the area, so they'll come out of their hiding looking for the other members of their species, so I can get them on camera." Sure. Or something sure. like that. <laughs> sure, that's why you're doing it. And then that camera you have set over there, you really. You expect them to jump out right after you did this, you know. Well, it's a it's a favorite watering hole for 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 uh, Bigfoot, you know. For look at all the tracks. Look at all the tracks. You just put those down. Did I, or did I just add to what was already there? <laughs> how long have you? How long have you been spying on me? <laughs> you know there are anti stalking laws in this state. Anyways. <laughs> It's it's always fun, you know. Uh, I've enjoyed a lot in in bureau games, you know, having somebody, uh, you know, come up against, uh, you know, some some local come up and 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 give give them give the bureau team hell and and see if the players actually rise to 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 the bait and 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 put them in their place. Just making sure you've been so, just letting the players know they've been noticed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, it's, now the fun part is where they go and the, the agents actually put a tracker on that person and later that night, you know, they, as again, they, they, they come to their house and engage in a little evidence, uh, evidence dispersal and dissemination. <laughs> so, you know, just to say, yeah, you thought you were so smart. Yeah. This is what you, you run, you run a, you run an ice cream shop, have some roaches. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, bad things can happen to people that give your age. Oh yeah, trouble. yeah, yeah, yeah. How about religious cult hunters? Hmm. Okay. Uh. Yeah, of course, religious cult hunters, the first thing in Bureau 13 when I think of a religious cult would be uh, the Brotherhood of Darkness run by Matthias Bolt. And right. so people trying to hunt down Matthias, oh yeah, no, Matthias Bolt, oh, this and this happened, I heard this name before my friend died, I'm trying to track him down, and it's like, the Bureau would be like, you poor dumb idiot. You really have no idea what you're getting yourself into with this Matthias. But you have no oh, idea who yeah, you yeah. are up Oh, against. no, no, no. All this right. man. All right, you little minnow. You're about to go fake a fight a shark. You sure you Yeah, you, you, you know, the whole thing brought a knife to a howitzer fight. Yeah. Um, oh, no, a lot of times I would think religious cult hunters, they wouldn't be doing it so much for the fame. I would think be like, I lost a loved one to this cult. They got absorbed or, you know, they got, you know, brainwashed and I'm trying to get them back. That would be my main, my main reason for seeing someone hunting down some cult. They, it's personal. Yeah. Yeah. In the game called Cthulhu, there are cultists who are actively trying to fulfill the requirements for bringing over some of yeah. these creatures from the other realms. And these, and so hunting down these groups and putting an end to them is, you know, literally not just national security, yeah, but yeah. security. Okay, there, okay, there'd be because, two. Yeah, yeah, either you are actively trying to stop the cult from bringing about some type of apocalypse, or you're hunting them down for personal reasons. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Because we have to assume, you know, that we're not just hunting them because. We just don't like, you know, religious cults, yeah. <laughs> but because they they're they're either engaging in a practice that would be bad, such as cannibalism or uh, child endangerment or other things like that, or you know, or possibly brainwashing, yeah. uh, or they actually are trying either have powers granted to them by uh, uh, old gods, forgotten gods demons and other things like that and uh, possibly from a book that somebody ran into in a bazaar somewhere that essentially just by reading the book conferred a geas mm. to them uh, and knowledge that they should not know and therefore now is bringing other people into the group to achieve some purpose which you know, may not even they may not even know what they're trying to achieve. They're just trying to do it because they feel yeah. compelled. So they're so people who hunt these kinds of people, you know, are you know can see this as is either you know try you know trying to rescue these people, uh, or it, it, as you say, it could be somebody who just you know considers them all uh, lost. And so the only thing to do is just keep yeah. them spreading by, you know, uh, the the most uh, whatever level of violence is required. They're not, you know, they don't want to bring attention to anybody because that'll just spread the cult further. You know, they're the, the those kind of hunters are the least likely to spread around the information about this, except through other hunter groups like this, you know. And, um, and you know, now, uh, and, and there might be... You know, uh, there is a possibility that they're that they might be uh, not uh, funded, supported, whatever, by relig other religious organizations. Uh, if you watch John Carpenter's uh, Vampire, 
so his entire group was basically funded by the Pope. Oh yeah, cult hunters. Oh no, yeah. There's all the ones that are. Yeah, there's like uh oh god. Let's see. You got the last witch hunter with Vin Diesel. There's um oh I'm blanking on another movie that had like church backed supernatural fighters. I'm blanking here. Well, you know, um uh, uh, Armag uh, Warlock. Um, uh, similarly had somebody, this guy in the, in, in like the 1800s or the 1600s who was, you know, hunting for, uh, witches, you know, which were people that had made deals with, uh, various infernal yeah. creatures to grant them powers. And, um, he, and he was, you know, going around capturing new, he had the skills and, and, and to go around and capture them. And then of course they would be executed because they were too dangerous to let live. Uh, in the in the story, something happens, and he and the witch get transported. Uh, to, you know, and the witch, by the way, is a male character. Uh, Julian Sands, yeah. Sands uh, gets transported to modern day, where he's in the process of uh, basically putting the end to everything. Uh, so, uh, literally unmaking, you know, fi uh, uh, un unmaking creation. And, and is, 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 even though he dies, it's going to be the big finger yeah. to God because you know that's, that's their that's their jam. Most of what they do is a big finger to God, you know. So, anyways, it's great. It's a great movie. Uh, definitely falls into that kind of B movie range, but it's it's got Laurie Singer in it. It's, it's got you know lots of people that you know uh, are are good actors. The second the sequel to it, not so good. <laughs> so you can skip that one, but the first movie definitely worth worth watching. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. But uh, he was essentially he didn't have a COVID. He was a force of war. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's, but uh, there were. Uh, uh, but he had the you know because he had the you know. Uh, but see, this is why if you you, know, you watch the movie, this is why there are, some people are against these kinds of people because. Uh, with the not the forbidden knowledge that they have, they have the ability to gain powers. So, for example, one of the powers that the witch gains is um, is the ability to fly, a yeah. flying potion, and he it has a necessary ingredient, which is the fat from a uh, uh, from a unbaptized child. Oh. And of course, modern day, lots of people don't baptize their kids. Yeah. So he he just kind of like struck up a uh, uh, struck up a friendship with a with a child in a uh, uh, you know in a school in a, a playground and says oh have you not been baptized oh no my mom and dad don't believe in God really <laughs> next thing you know there he is flying around yeah. like Superman <laughs> yes so you know these people because they're seeking power. And, um, you know, uh, and, uh, they, you know, and, and, and supernatural abilities, they can very quickly become very dangerous. So, yeah, having a group, have, so having religious cult hunters like this, you know, is, you know, can be valuable. Um, but they're, you know, it depends on whether they're focused on one particular type. And there's like one cult that they're after, like I say, the cult of Cthulhu. Then you know they they might not be interested. He says, "I don't have time to to join your organization and go off and chase after goblins and things like that. I'm trying to keep the world from ending." 
And it's so, a constant fight. You know, that's right. Says, you know, if you if you if you knew how da- you know if you knew how, how dangerous this was, you'd be joining me, not asking me to join you. And that's when you put out a tablet and just show them this is the files we have on this cult, which is probably more than you'll ever know in your lifetime. Well, if, yeah. if you really want to stop those people, it wouldn't be a bad idea to give them that information. Yeah, but I know, but still, it's like we have the information, we've got the tools, we've got the talent. Now, when can we expect you on the bus to Bangor, Maine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, it's like, wait a minute, they can do that too? Yeah, we learned this 100 years ago. Where have you been? Oh, that's right, playing the small game, yeah. <laughs> Or, I would, you know, every every generation has to learn afresh because these cultists have a tendency to kill people that hunt them. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this person has to piece together everything new, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, Supernatural where they're trying to follow Dad's book. Yeah. Dad's yeah. notebook, you know, and, and you know, then they run into critters that don't aren't in Dad's notebook. Oh, what do we do now? Plus, you got the idea that Sometimes these cults, even if you wipe them out, they find a way to come back. Well, especially because if they're coming, if, if the force is, is, that's creating them is otherworldly, mm-hmm. unless you can eliminate that otherworldly force, and a lot of times you can't, they're always going to come back. Yeah. At the most, you may be able to hold them off until, oh, they won't be back for 50 years when the planets are in alignment again. Mm-hmm. And Right. Yeah. You know, cue cue the mo- the monologue at the end of uh, Heavy Metal. Oh God, I ain't seen that movie but, in like thirty. But years. for a gener, you know, but for a generation, you know, you know, the universe is safe, and then, but it will all, but the evil will always rise again, and and people with the spirit of Tarna will be born again as well. Ah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I'm just saying, I just remember them saying that because of what had happened, you know. Uh, tar- Tarna's sacrifice, you know, or whatever that the that the, the evil has been banished for a time, which is good because Tarna dies. I'm just thinking. It, Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. I had I just had this yeah. picture in my head of like you know Jeff Jeff Goldblum, you know, put it, pushing up his glasses and go. Um, Cthulhu finds a way. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Anyways, thanks everybody for listening to us. Uh, hope that you will use this, uh, at least part of it. And uh, and again, as always, if you do, please let us know that you did and how it worked out for uh, you. May I list the contacts real quick? Please do. Okay. Fans of Gaming on the Frontier podcast on Facebook. Bureau 13, Agents Everywhere on Facebook. Uh, iTunes, leave a rating. Our Podbean page, tritechsystems.podbean.com. We are on Spotify. Give a good rating there. And contact the three of us on social media. We're there. We have a Facebook footprint everywhere. We are more than happy to answer any and all of your questions regarding any topics on this podcast. Right. And if you don't find us on your favorite podcatcher, please send an email to bsheffer at AOL.com. Oh, yes. And uh, that's B as in boy, S-H-E-F-F-E-R at AOL.com. And... Um, uh, and and tell us, and we'll make sure we get on, we get on your pod your, your podcatcher. All right, because we want to make sure that you have you, you never have a a hard time getting the goodness that we produce. All right, well, thanks everybody for listening. We will have more for you next week, but you'll have to wait until then. This is Bruce Sheffer saying 
There are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts. It is released under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. No commercial reproduction and any use of any element of the podcast must be attributed to the Gaming on the Frontier podcast. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org colon 8027.